0: Hot. A battle to the death Classic albums clash until there's only one left We rate them, we slay them, discuss them and debate them Analyze the beats and quote the lyrics verbatim hot. When all is said and done We put it to the vote and tell you which of them is one We're we going all in so
1: on the sound of the whistle Let the games begin! Hello and welcome to Hip Hop World Cup, the podcast that pits golden age hip hop albums against each other in a contest to find the ultimate champion. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and joining me as ever are Steve Hitchcock. Hi, Steve. Hi, Danny. Hi, everyone. And James Larry Luscombe. Hello. Hi. So we're back. Uh, welcome to series two of Hip Hop World Cup, um, back by underwhelming demand. Um, the, the runaway success of the first series uh, has allowed us to come back and have another crack. Um, this is an exciting times, chaps, isn't it? We're back. Series one was just a, a massive, massive success. Um, tons of messages coming in from everybody uh, who loved the show. Um, what, what are your thoughts on season two? How many, um, how many messages do we get in the end? Just, I've got a calculator open on my thing. Let me just have a look. So I can to carry the one. Uh, none whatsoever. But, you know, we know that people are out there listening. Um, you know, we've had hundreds of plays. It's just... Uh, Nobody really wants to get into the studio.
0: Like, if you if you're out there listening to this and you are you, you regard yourself as a fan of this podcast, like we do want to hear from you genuinely. We, we just want a like. Just we anything. Just, we, we just want to know, like, how you came across it and what you think. That's that's all really. Yeah. Anything. You could you, just, could, yeah. you could maybe even be a guest on the podcast.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Just come on. Let get get, get in touch on Instagram at Hop World Cup or Twitter uh at hip-hop world cup and just let us know what you think of it you know even if you don't like it you know don't be too harsh but you know just just let us know what you think Uh, but anyway here we are yeah we're back for series two um however for this series uh fifa has shaken things up a bit and come up with a new format uh which they're calling the playoffs now what are the playoffs i can hear you cry uh well how does it work well in each episode uh, we're going to pick two golden age hip hop albums to compete against each other in a straight up head-to-head contest a one-off match the two albums um, they're going to be chosen according to a theme, perhaps. Or they might just be two albums that we want to talk about. Or they might just be albums that we've never heard before and want to check out uh, and talk about on on the podcast. Um, we we'll discuss- It's an
0: ex- exhibition format, isn't it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's a one-off, winner takes all game. Album versus album, simple. Uh, we'll discuss the tracks on the albums, of course, uh, and we're going to be using the true score system as a guide, but more on that later. Uh, and then at the end we'll vote to decide our winner of the two albums uh, simple Uh, and in this first episode uh, we've picked two golden age albums that none of us has ever heard before uh, which kind of gives us a chance to check out some hip-hop that went under our radars Um, and the two albums we're looking at in this episode are ill biscuits chronicle of two losers from 1996 and capital tax a swole package from 1993. Um, yeah these are two albums that kind of just Flew under our radar for whatever reason. Back when you know we were buying these albums back in the back in the nineties, um, I kind of heard of heard of one of them at least, but never never bought it, never listened to it. So I th- thought it would be a good opportunity for us to like just check these albums out and, and see what we think of them now. Um, so guys, are you expecting a, a kind of a, a good a good contest here? What are your thoughts going into this um, this vital playoff, Steve? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, like you say, I've never heard of either the artists or these
2: albums. So for me, this is this has been really exciting to get, you know, to listen to something completely
0: different.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, same. Yeah. So um, before we get to that, though, before we get to the actual match, um, as you may have heard on the news, the, the True Score Corporation um, bought our parent company. So now we're owned by them, which means we're legally obliged to use their scoring system to evaluate the albums. So... Um, in case you don't know what True Score is, Larry, I know you're our, our resident True Score yeah. expert. Do you want to just remind us because you you helped design it? Yeah, well, it? Um, well,
0: I've been using it since uh, day one, haven't I? It's basically have. for anyone who doesn't know, it's a a scientific methodology used for the purposes of accurately judging objectively the quality of popular music. This is the hip hop module that we use. It was initially developed back in the '60s. Uh, by some of the finest like music theorists of the time, um, in conjunction with a retired motorcycle mechanic friend of theirs, uh, who helped develop the first like two-stroke tr- true score engine that sort of the modern systems based on. Um, it's been through various iterations over the years as technology has changed, um, and this one is the very latest version, uh, version 6.0. Um, some incredible AI technology at work um, and I got some big news actually um, this one that we're using um, I can exclusively reveal tonight as of next week true score is going to come pre-installed on all new Nokia handsets. <laughs> so really bringing it to the masses for the, for the first time
1: and that'll just be there delivered straight onto it whether they want it or not it be, be, like be, the, be like U2 the be like you two two album having their album on the ipod back in the old days i love okay. that i love that true score for the masses um this is this is really gonna see it take off um love that and so obviously yeah it's it's, it's now part of our dna uh, of the hip hop world cup so um we're going to be using that to sort of evaluate and use it as a guide uh, as we go along. So looking forward to that. Um, also, you know, what, what that also means is that uh, we now have a bigger budget with, with the score cash. So um, Steve has actually been able to upgrade his virtual green screen studio uh, with some really key upgrades. Uh, Steve, do you want to tell us a bit about those?
2: Yep. Yeah, it's been, it's been really well spent. Um, I've got a fridge for some beers, pretty essential. Nice. Uh, also, I've got a DJ in the background spinning tunes throughout the whole show, but sadly due to copyright, we can't let any you of you listen to them. can't
1: hear or see any of it. And then that's such a shame because a substantial amount of money has gone into upgrading this equipment Loads. for this series. and um, Loads of but, money. But, you know, it helps us uh, as we're doing the show, just knowing it's there. Um, but, it, I mean, it's, it's really incredible. It's like a warehouse-sized green screen studio, massive, you know, huge a- facility um, with stats thing. and all sorts on the walls being projected 3d graphics all sorts of stuff but um
2: the infographics are going to be incredible i really yeah. wish the viewers could see them it's all kind of like mocked up battle graphics so you've got like one artist first the others like you might see on like street fighter
0: it's a bit like um it reminds me of election night on the bbc a little yep. bit exactly yep. it yep. It's exactly yep. it yeah and in many ways it, this is what better we're doing. it's like
1: yeah 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 it's, this is like an election night in many ways yeah um uh,
2: Larry, I've got um, a complaint to raise. though. I don't know whether this is something okay. that's to come to, to, to you, but when the engineers came to to you know put this installation or this kind of like a patch into the, to, the green screen, mm. they told me they had to install an anal probe. Now I was very very dubious. I phoned up the customer services, and they said it was not a mandatory part of the installation. So got off the phone, and they had gone. So mm. I, I couldn't kind of have it out with them. But is that normal?
0: I'm not, these, sure, like, not sure not sure why this complaint's being um brought to my door. I, well, it's I, funny I, because
1: they said the same thing to me when they came round to put TrueScore score on my computer. Right. Um and they said that you'd sent them, so
0: all all was fingers are
2: point, pointing at you, James. Luskin. This
0: this was Nick and Dave. That's not all they're around. pointing at. It was Nick and Dave that came round to um install the, the systems.
2: I think I think it was a quite rude, obnoxious pair. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's them. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. I I, I can't comment on the specifics of any system that's been installed there. These people are very sexual individuals, (laughs) and um, I just, I trust, I trust them to do the right thing. Sometimes they go a little bit far, but. I'm sure it'll all be it'll it'll all be fine. At the well, end listen of the at, end, at,
1: at the end of the day, as long as True, true Score works when we're evaluating these albums, that, that any any other sort of peripheral stuff can just that's be really under, all, that that's any, all that matters. That's
0: all Any mild discomfort that you two have to to go <laughs> through, kind of while we're getting to that yeah. point, I'm sure you can um you can sort of tough that out, can not you? Yeah, I, th- I think it's worth
1: it. Yeah, it's okay, worth so it. let's get on with the uh, the main action of the day, the playoff. Um, so uh, just to point out, actually, uh, in each episode and in each playoff we do, we're going to have a, an impartial adjudicator, uh, a guest adjudicator. And this week we've got Adrian Childs here again. How you doing, Adrian? Hello, hello. You well? Yep, all good. So, yeah, you uh, all, all geared up and ready to uh, ensure there's a fair discussion about these two albums. That's great to see. Great to have you with us, Adrian. Um, so the first album we're going to be talking about is... Um, by a group called ill biscuits um who released uh, i think it's a debut album uh, in 1996 uh called chronicle of two losers the first edition um so uh chapters, have you ever heard of ill biscuits before Are there, were well, these not not on your radar
2: no i did a bit of digging in this danny so it was supposed to be released in 96 but it wasn't actually released on anything until 2007 i think there was some kind of issue
1: with it uh, getting released at the time I think that's probably why it went under the, under uh, the radar see, so it was kind of never came out at the time it sort of made and, and intended to be released i think so yeah okay yeah because i saw there was a two, yeah i saw the 2007 release but it said that was a reissue i wasn't quite sure whether that was whether it came out at the time that's interesting hard to know what to believe on the internet these days isn't it absolutely absolutely but um Ill Biscuits themselves are um they're from petersburg virginia which is quite interesting you know you don't get sort of many Many groups, obviously, famously, Mad Skills is from Virginia. And um, they had a, a single uh, in '94, um, God Bless Your Life, which is on the album, which is one we're going to obviously talk about, um, with a B side track um, called 22 Years. Um, but it says in 1995, after they get any attention of Atlantic, uh, the duo signed an album deal and went to release two more singles. And that's where mysteriously their Wikipedia page ends. Um, so uh, not a lot, not a lot of material uh, out there about about ill biscuits. Yeah, what are your thoughts on them as a duo overall, uh, Larry? Let's start with you. And in and, and this album, Chronicle of Two Losers, what are your initial kind of thoughts about about this album?
0: Well, there are some good tracks on there, aren't there? Um, I would say probably musically more so than lyrically. Um, and it's yeah, kind of it, it's got a sound that's really typical of '96. I think it's got really sort of nice chunky drums. It's got your horn stabs, bassy loops. It's it's a kind of cross between sort of DITC meets Beat Miners kind of thing. I would say. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's a Buckwild track on there, isn't there, and a Lord Finesse, a Lord Finesse, uh, Finesse yeah. track on there. Yep. Ultimately, sort of falls short of both of those kind of production camps um although you know one or two tracks would quite happily be on sort of high profile albums i think um yeah that's my kind of that's my main takeaway i think it's sort of music music better than is better than the sort of rapping i think yeah. yeah
2: i definitely agree with that my true scores kind of come uh kind of illustrate that as well i thought it's quite like a laid-back album the first few times i kind of listened to it i thought it starts starts much better than the end it's quite jazzy at the beginning and it gets kind of a bit darker as it kind of goes through
1: yeah i think yeah i think totally with all everything you said there i think it's actually a really nice surprise you know because i sort of approached it with a kind of a you know right let's get let's see what this is all about and 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 larry i mean it was you said it being a very 1996 kind of album it really yeah. is it's very 1996 yeah. really and you can 90. tell you can really tell because the snares and the kicks and the, and the drums yeah. and all that are really crisp and loud yeah it's really clean and like not grimy like earlier albums like even you know the capital tax album
0: yeah it's, it's quite very clean f- quite full isn't
1: it quite full very well produced nice production you, you can really feel like hip-hop's moved on a lot at this point you know in, yeah in 95 yeah. 96 um but I will. I will say though, it's a classic case of never judging a book by its cover because that cover, I found it quite funny. I thought it was an <laughs> yeah. awful cover. The two, uh, the two gentlemen <laughs> yeah. members of Ill Biscuit sort of merged into sort of like a single head. Yeah, um, I think they're. I think they're.
0: In, they're instantly painting a kind of um, a bad picture of themselves as well. Like calling it "Chronicle of Two Losers." I think it's yeah. not very. Like you know, hip hop's known for, for, you know, you've got a it's very confident kind of. Um, braggadocious kind of personalities and this just kind of sets them up for a bit of a fall from from the off i think absolutely yeah yeah. it's a crap album quite weird it is
1: yeah quite a crap album title but but a decent album and it's kind of like yeah i kind of approached it with like having seen the the cover and the title i was like oh god this is gonna be crap But But the,
0: the first track i think is really good. Um, yeah, exclusive debut. Oh, I like, really like that well, track. When I when I heard that, I was like, oh, this might actually yep. be like a really good album. Yeah, I tell I tell you that track. It reminds me. I don't know if you two would agree with this. It reminds me of "Don't Shut Down on a Player" by Ill Al Scratch. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Love it's that. It's got track. a really really similar kind of uh, construction. It's a j- the jazzy chords, isn't it? They're kind of jazzy chords, but they sound like yep. they've been sampled. Yeah, and, and just kind of twelve bit crunchy sort
0: of to them and those horns. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's a really nice production. It's right up my street personally. That that intro track. Yeah, uh, and really crisp beats again, like we said, and something so typical and it runs all the way through this uh, album and and also the other album is the horn samples. Yeah, just you know yeah. with, with the with the quarter note delay on them and stuff like that. Yeah, um, just yeah, a really good opening. And when I heard that exclusive debut, like you, Larry, I was like, yeah. this is good. This is going to be a really good one. I'm going to really enjoy listening to this album. Yeah, it does tail off a bit later. Yeah, yeah but. the first three tracks are all pretty good. They're all pretty smooth. The first, yeah, track.
2: and mm. the sample on the, uh, is, well, it's the Buckwild track. is the third one, A Better Day. Yeah, let's move
1: on. Let's move on to that one actually now, because that's that's an interesting an interesting track. Because I looked at the looked at the kind of uh, production credits on. I think it was Discogs or whatever it was. And I saw Buckwild. I was like, oh, okay. Let's check this out. And it just did not sound like a typical Buckwild beat to me at all. It, it was a lot more saccharine, kind of with you know with the tinkly pianos and that sort of yeah. the surface sample and i was a bit like whoa this isn't Buckwild." maybe he kind of changed his style as he got a bit uh, a bit later on i just i found it really disappointing for Buckwild wild trap because Buckwild's one of my favorite producers of all time like he's in my top top five all-time producers right and i just would never have guessed that this was his production i don't know about what you thought
0: i thought that was kind of um I, i'm not a Buckwild expert by by any means I, I i will say that like a better day and exclusive debut are, are the two highest they both kind of got a four from me. That's interesting. Yeah, I gave
2: them; they got three and a half from me. I think I was a bit um, harsher with my my judgments there. They yeah. both got four four for production and three for the rapping. That's the trouble with with this album is that the rapping is only okay at best. It holds it back, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't elevate it at all in the album. That's 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 why I think these <laughs> these two are losers. They're no longer producing hip hop
0: yeah yeah
1: they're not they're not like the most gifted mcs i've ever heard in my life but they're okay you know they're they? decent they're serviceable yeah. um and they do it you know they do a decent decent job the, the rhymes are decent and you know they, they just sort of inject enough just about enough energy into it to keep you kind of engaged but
0: in the first maybe half of the album as it gets later on you kind of it sort of wears a bit yeah. thin but see know. i i my my perspective on the rapping is that they've actually got they've got quite good voices um they can like their their flows are absolutely fine i just think the like the lyrical content is just really asinine and mm. forgettable like i was kind of you know i i've always said that what i really you know music is always the thing that i really latch on with with albums that's what kind of makes them my favorite and i can sort of forgive you know lesser lyrical performances but there's a limit to that and i I was trying to think to myself like what would i how would i feel about this album if i'd lived with it for the last sort of 25 years or so how would i you know rate it but actually i i just wouldn't have lived with it for the last 25 years or so because the there's nothing in there lyrically to keep you like coming back and listening in my opinion, it's just so you can see why why they weren't successful, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when you just second rate.
1: Yeah, when you couple that with like mediocre beats as well, which a lot of these are. Yeah, there's a few standouts, but when you couple it, you just you you can see why these were like a one-album wonder. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, absolutely.
0: I just feel I, like I, like some of the lyrics I sort of could have written myself. They're that bad. Yeah. This <laughs> stuff. I've I've actually written a couple of them out because like I'm making you dizzy like Gillespie is just it's yeah ru- so rubbish for 1996. Yeah. Um, you need to call Tommy to come and try to heal your figures. Um, and the most baffling one for me was you couldn't hear my style if it was a pair of slacks, I think <laughs> they say. And I just didn't, I must that be is, missing something there. That's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe because slacks, they rub together and make a sort of a swishing sound. Maybe. No, that wouldn't make any sense. I don't know.
0: I'm undoubtedly fly like a sparrow. I'm not Cupid, but I shoot more gifts than an arrow, I think I think they <laughs> say. Which, again, I'm not quite sure what they're what they're getting at there. And it's just, it's very simple, isn't it? It's kind of the kind of thing that you come up with when you first start like writing raps.
2: Yeah, it just doesn't stand out in any way, does it? They've got no kind of specific style. It's No. Which is a
0: shame because they do sound perfectly reasonable. They could
2: be decent rappers, yeah. And they're
0: they're
1: better than like some people who kind of got a bit further or a bit more well-known, you know, this yeah you know you know they're not bad it's just it's just not standard, no, you, you know
2: you could play this album in the background and not have to listen to it and it'd be it'd be okay You'd be like oh that sounds right yeah. but you wouldn't I, I i was quite excited listening to this the first couple of times but it isn't an album that i'm ever going to come back and listen to there's oh movie. god no i think no, it's min- ex- exclusive debut in a better day i'll probably keep on
1: a playlist somewhere yeah well
2: do so we think that buck didn't didn't produce that track because it doesn't sound anything like him does oh it? no i
1: think he did i think he, I, you know it wouldn't credit him if it, he didn't i just don't think it's a typical buckwell beat and i don't think it's a particularly good buckwell beat i think it's quite lazy like any just taking that whole chunk of that yeah. track and you know repurposing it and it's not even that great a
0: sample it's a bit late 80s soul Samples, yeah. not not too keen on that, when, that that sort of stuff. Chill Factor's a bit like that as well. Yeah, and it's, you could, it's, it sounds yeah. cheap. That that sample sounds cheap. It and, does, um, but you can hear they're trying to aim for chart success with that one. It's, exactly, exactly what yeah. I was
1: thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of got a nice sort of poppy feel about it with a nice hook as well. Yeah, you, can, you know what they were going for with that one. Yeah, before um, can, can I just um, pin you down on um, let them know. Now this track, yeah, had I heard it and realised it was produced by Lord Finesse before I knew about this album, yeah. I would have been all over this album like right. a rash because Let Them Know is absolutely incredible. Like when I heard that, it's a Lord Finesse production. Yeah, I've called it my MVP of this album, five out of <laughs> right. five on True okay. Score. Best track on the album. It's one of those tracks I would have like put on a compilation. Five out of five? Yeah, I would have put it on a compilation. Wow. It's exactly the sort of hip hop I love. I love Lord Finesse. It's got all his hallmarks, the, the, the multi-snare hit. Yep. stuff he's got sleigh bells in there he's got that kind of that's that snare drum with the kind of metallic sounding snare drum killer bassline it's got loads of those horns and stuff drifting in and out of it it's just it's it's classic lord finesse and i would have been all over that if i'd have heard that back in the 90s and and then what's more the, the, the mcs kind of come alive on the track as well they seem to sort of wake up a bit and they're yeah. like all over it and there's a shouty chorus and
0: they probably know the other- that they that's probably know that because it's lord finesse that maybe's going to get some airplay and they yeah they're sort of hyped up and excited to to be on it yeah exactly and i just i think it's such an incredible
1: album i'm um, sorry just an incredible track
0: hmm. and
1: had they all been at that sort of standard this could have been a memorable album a much better album but i'm,
0: surp- I'm surprised you like it that much it's one of my lesser yep. rated ones I, I think you know you're right it has got those hallmarks of lord finesse like when i first heard that little snare kind of bit at the beginning i thought oh, that's interesting i'll i'll look it up and yeah sure enough it was yeah. more finesse like his kind of uh classic sort of thing that he used but i, I wasn't actually i'm not kind of overly keen on the main sample that they use oh, okay, so yeah just sort of marked it down a bit for, for yeah, well, horses for courses.
2: are you sure that's a five out of five track yeah it, it, is. It, it is to me it's it my favorite sort of recalibration there that's, it, it, I've, it, got, I've got i've got i've got 2.75 for that one it's the, the best
1: how half. are you getting decimals on your scores? I don't I've just i marked it out of five. <laughs> each, what, each track
2: out of five. Where are you getting decimals I, from? I wanted to give it a two or a three, so I went in the middle.
1: Oh right. Well, I I don't know. You're obviously hearing a different track than me, because to me that is just it's the only one that I would ever listen to again. It's it's phenomenal. Hmm. Um and hmm. but I'm a massive fan of Lord Finesse, so, so his production starts right up my street, as I've said before in the big when we talked about Big L's album. You know the way he sort of hits the snare like loads of t- it's just yeah i, I think the trouble with me love by it. the
2: time i get to that part of the album it's just different just getting really stodgy and boring
1: yeah and just like, you well, know it what? woke me up when it was it when it, i was going through the album i was going oh yeah god bless you love and then this one come on i was like oh finally this is the sort of hip-hop i'm, I'm into um, i actually
2: prefer bare essentials which comes after the next one after the interlude That's <laughs> like, yeah a-
0: Oh, like about that three one. and a half for me uh, that's it's got a 3.25 and I've written nice little beat bit wasted on these two <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah I mean
1: I've got I've given that a two out of five that one I don't, I don't like that one at all I've got in fact I've written paint by numbers hip hop <laughs> yeah lacks energy boring hook don't like the bassline. Wow. No, not not for me not for me there's a lot of tracks like that here that just kind of are just plodders they just yeah. go along they do yeah. um, and, and, the, and, the, and the MCs do nothing to lift it um, yeah any that's...
2: decent album either needs to come together and be cohesive or you need things that kind of like elevate it at different points that like you can look forward to something and yeah. this gets its best track out of the way first of all and it's just yeah. back. it's just background music then
1: background
0: music. yeah recognize is quite good the very last track I and mean, I, I would have put that a lot earlier on the yeah. album it's yeah but awesome. it, starts, it starts it starts really funky. well but then
2: it becomes like dull i think as it goes on it's it's, it's got it's like a nice beat and scratches to start off with it? and then i
1: i just lose interest in it yeah no i yeah. agree and you can't you can't go wrong with a q-tip sample on the hook can you yeah um, but it's got not it's got a bit more energy and i, I, did, I did think it's got a nice closer for the album uh with yeah. a nice sort of piano loop but like you say, I just it, it just didn't make me go, oh, this is amazing. Like once the beat right. kicks in and you kind of get what it's all about and what it's going to be doing for the next three minutes, yeah. you kind of your interest sort of drops off. And so did you know, two
2: give it an to give the whole album an overall an overall score?
1: Yeah, represented as a percentage. Um, as a percentage. Well, like so each so the way I did it, right? I had um, I gave each track, not including the skits. A mark yep. out of five. Yep. Added up all of those scores. Yeah. And and it was sort of so how many tracks there were. So you times it by five. Yeah. To get you know so in this instance it's out of fifty five. And so it got thirty one out of fifty five. This is not how true score works. I no. did an average. How do you how do you do an average? How do you do that then without giving each track a score? You
0: just have you got if you got it in Excel or something. No. I, 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 mean, just mar- I, mean, I just marked in, each in track. Out of oh, okay. Uh, well, you, you just add up all the scores and divide them by the number of tracks.
2: Let let the true score spreadsheet do its work, Daniel.
0: Hang on a minute. So you add up all the scores and then divide
1: by the number of tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I've got well the true score average for the album. Yeah, is two point eight one.
0: Yeah, but well there you go. Then that's yeah. the, that's that's the true score for the album. You know okay. what? My
2: mine is two point eight as well.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay, there I've got go. three point one.
1: Right how that fares against the other album, we shall find out later. (laughs) Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Um, Cool, so um, anything else to talk about with this album? I just wanted to mention um, the the 2007 reissue, I think I might have mentioned earlier, uh, that it's got the track 22 Years on it, which is another Lord Finesse production, which was on the original version of the album back in when it first came out. But it was re-released in 2007 with like four bonus tracks on it, including 22 Years, which Wikipedia describes as highly sought after. And All I listened right. to it and actually it's really good. It's it's like, let them know. Um, and uh, as a result, I was a big fan of it, but obviously I don't think YouTube probably would be um, for what you're saying, but it's not on, it's not on the streaming sites version. It's not on there. Okay. Um, but it's really good.
0: I had just one little thing to mention about this. And it's I've got quite a specific gripe with production on mm. a few of the tracks from here on this album, like enough to bother me. And um, it's that it's, it's on most of the ones that are produced by uh, Mike Lowe. He's got a habit of picking horn stabs that are ever so slightly out of tune with the main sample, yeah, and it just makes every, it makes all of his tracks sound slightly like discordant and uncomfortable to listen to. And I therefore instantly want to skip past them. Like, is that just me? Am I being too um the way producer-y with that? I don't know what you think, Steve, but
1: um, I the way I look at it is hip hop is kind of it's a mishmash isn't it and sometimes so many producers they they throw in samples that don't quite match yeah you know match the key or match the note and that is just part and parcel of hip hip hop it's quite raw it's quite you know it's quite patchwork yeah it's like that and i don't think they often care about that sort of thing yeah you've got a musical ear so it's obviously bothering you yeah obviously they've got a musical ear don't get me wrong but that sort of roughness that sort of contrast and that discordance is what they sometimes are aiming for. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair but, enough. But I don't think, it doesn't sound like this was deliberate, but it, it doesn't usually bother me.
0: Yeah. but it's I, just, I know, it, it was I just one of, it. It, there's something, I couldn't quite sort of put my finger on sort of what I was bothering me about is some of these tracks. And yeah, I, I listening. It seemed to be that, like it just this little semi-tone out or something on enough of them that I kind of think he must be a little bit tone deaf or something maybe. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I, um, I just can't have that level of appreciation. You've got
2: a much better ear for that sort of thing. I don't understand any of that technical stuff, so I, I can't comment on that. Uh, which is, I think, there's a nice naivety to that. I, I yeah. can just, you know,
0: appreciate for what they want, wanted. Normal, well, like, normal
2: people to listen. It Absolutely. might, it and might, it,
0: it might be me that's got the tin ear, and I'm, I'm hearing it wrong. I don't think so. Sometimes it's just about a
1: vibe and a, a you know, feeling. And sometimes they don't always care about clashing, clashing notes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, that's, if that was enough to put you off, then, you know, maybe, was it Mike Lowe needs to go back have yeah. a little think about it. Um, but that's, uh, that's cool. Steve, anything else to add about this album you want to talk about? Any other tracks? Nope. Oh, nope. All good. Well, I, I hate to end on a downer, lads, I'm afraid, but I obviously doing a bit of research, I saw that, um, Clef Dollars, uh, one of the members of Ill Biscuits actually died. Yeah. Um, no! in, in, in 2012, uh, it was wow. a heart attack. Um, so uh, much love going out to Cleft Dollars and um, all his family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sad, sad, sad time. Sad way to end it. Um, shame they never got that second album. Um, but yeah, this this is going. Out do you to know Klef. what? I,
0: I was I, I. The other thing that I did have in my notes is that I would have liked to have heard like a second album from them, like to see if they could develop lyrically, because I think they've got all the other ingredients for it.
1: Yeah, I think there was scope there. I think there was potential, wasn't
0: it? A a year later, just you know, two years later, just you know, yeah, see what they could come up with. But
1: yeah, wasted potential. I think that's the. Yeah, that's maybe that's the uh, motto. But you you know what? Like you
0: know between the three of us it's got roughly like a th- you know a three out of five average fact, you know, that now that's not terrible like there have been really yeah, been worse, there, have been, yeah. there have there have been big famous albums that we've spoken about that i've rated much lower than that so <laughs> yeah. so just we just recap then the, the,
1: the scores what we all gave that one gave that album overall so the true yeah. score average so um, for
0: me it, for me it was a 3.1 okay
1: steve Well, I I do. I've done it two ways.
2: So my my true score average is 2.8. But then I've kind of like, I felt that was too high. So I've actually, I've actually given it 2.25 as my own kind of like recalibration. So,
1: right. Well, you're pulling that figure. Is that just the pull out the air figure then?
2: Well, it's because I did the average. I did an average for the wrap and an average for the production. And then I looked at it and I thought I, I, I don't know, if it felt like it was too high a score. Because it doesn't feel like a a, a three album to me. Yet. It okay. definitely feels closer to a two or a two and a half. Because like you I'd, say, like I'd I think probably if, if we measured difference. this against some other albums, it wouldn't it wouldn't be and maybe because it's my first go of true score, I need I need to kind of, you know, get yeah. myself calibrated.
0: That's a fair enough way of doing it. I you know, I don't always stick to the exact score, but I, I think if it came out as two point eight and you say two point two, I'd go like two point five on that. Just split the difference would be a fair kind of thing, yeah. I reckon. True, true yeah. scores, are,
1: it's a learning algorithm, isn't it? So it kind of gets used to it. And <laughs> yeah. It adapts Certainly. over time. Machine learning. Yeah, it's machine yep. learning. Well, I gave it a 2.81, as I mentioned. So yep. um, so it kind of sits kind of somewhere in... in well, that's
0: a in average middle. of 2.8. Right. Okay.
1: That seems
2: pretty fair, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Out of five. Not, not, quite, not quite a three, but nearly there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Brilliant. All right, well, that's, um, that's Ill Biscuit's Chronicle of Two Losers covered um it's going up against uh the album from 1993 by capital tax called the swole package so uh it'll be interesting to see uh what your thoughts are on that one guys um we'll be back in a bit Hi, and welcome back to Hip Hop World Cup, where uh, we're in, back for season two. We are talking about two albums: um, Ill Biscuits' *Chronicle of Two Losers* and Capital The *Swall Package*. They've gone up against each other in a playoff. Um, Now we're about to talk about *Capital The Swall Package* from 1993. Um, Quite a uh, sort of a a low-key album. One of those for kind of heads in the know, really. It's not—it wasn't a widely known album. Um, I remember seeing it a lot back in the hip hop magazines, you know, like *Hip Hop Connection* and, and *The Source* back in the day. Never checked it out. Um, So that's exactly what we've been doing here, Um, looking at Capital Tax's album. A little bit about Capital Tax on Discogs, which I'll I'll quickly go through now. Um, They're from Oakland, California. Um, Same place as, uh, I think it's Hieroglyphics come from, and uh, the Bay Area, Too Short, E40, all those lot. Uh, Dell. All All them lads. Yeah, all them lads. Uh, And the group consisted of rapper Total Mind Devastator. Yep. uh, A gentleman called DJ Cool Al so i just laughed because we know somebody <laughs> called al just know not. um dj big mc and scruff um uh, and here it says that along with dancers Bosey and loose dookie mm. um
0: so they they they, they, o- they oakland groups liked having dancers didn't they they did like having dances it was digital yeah, underground dancers. F- famously two parts yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely and uh, mc
1: hammer mc hammer he liked to dance didn't he yeah um and I don't know sort of what level Bosey and Loose Dookie were in the dance world, and how sort of I've never seen any videos of them, right. um, but I imagine they were pretty good to have uh, sort of hooked up with Capital.
0: Tax. I think you have to be good, right, in, in that in that sphere.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And shouts going out to DJ Big MC for the yeah. name. I mean, that he's got it all. He's, he's got it all in there, isn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, that could be anyone. Okay, so yeah, Capital Tax, a swell package, decent album, uh, I'd say. Um, very yep, 1993. Great. Very 1993, shouty choruses, yeah, funky, up-tempo, quite a frenetic production, which was quite characteristic of the, the music that was coming out around then. Yeah, Loads of sounds, loads of samples packed into every track. I, yeah, I quite, I quite like it. Larry, what, what, what do you think of this?
0: Yeah, I, I, there's, there's so many parallels with Ill Biscuits, I think. Um, the first one being I was really encouraged by it to start with. Um, good track sort of out the gate you know the beats are nice and funky it's sort of quite reminiscent of um like kind of epmd kind of stuff i i thought um don't know if you'd go along with that
1: steve agree with that because i know you're an epmd fan no i,
2: I, I no 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 okay. i don't think so um, okay fair, fair enough well, you'll, well, you'll the the a, expert,
1: but... what did you think of it then steve overall
2: yeah, well, it's interesting what you're saying about you know it sounds like it's from '93, and, it, and the same was for for um, uh, ill biscuits as well. It, yeah, I think I think I went out for a run the first or second time I listened to these albums, and I was trying to I was trying to picture in my head which year they were from, and I actually said '93 for this album. And I was like, oh yeah, it. No. And I I don't know how this got overlooked in '93 because I actually really like this album. It's um, it's definitely one that I'm going to come back and 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 listen to. Um. And I think it's just, um, I don't know, it kind of like just grabs me in lots of different ways. I think the rapping is, is, is pretty decent. It's not fantastic, but it's okay. Um, I think the, the, the production's pretty good. I, I, you know, you two definitely know more about this than I do. But I actually really like the kind of bass lines that you used the way through the albums. Quite, I thought it was quite funky, quite jazzy. And also lots of little samples that i recognized i didn't it felt like lots of them had been used by the other groups or at different times so there was like a little bit of like trip down memory lane for that as well um and i i thought it was pretty pretty decent nothing exceptional but I, I i also wondered like how did this how did it get overlooked because i think there's enough decent
1: like stuff in here for it to have, to have got kind of like more yeah, airplay and more, i think it- I think, um, I think it, because it got drowned out probably in 93, because there were so many albums like this out in 93. It, it, you know, yeah. it, it, you got, it reminds me very much of albums like Original Flavour and Trends of Culture, Rumpelstiltskins, um, Rumpel, Tillskins, sorry. Um, just these think, kind, it, of kind of albums. Is- like, a bit like Ill Biscuits
2: where it didn't get like marketed very well because no. like, it's like a swell package by Capital Tax and, you know, that doesn't really kind of fit with their kind of image real I don't think.
1: No, I I just think, you know, obviously, yeah, perhaps not marketed very well, but just got lost in the crowd. And I think it didn't do enough to kind of stick its head above the parapet and go you know this is this is really is an album and it didn't kind of make that step up to get that mainstream recognition um, i would I,
0: I would personally say it's it's simpler than that i think it suffers the exact same fate as ill biscuits in that just the rapping isn't on point enough Yeah, but well, the, well. the, the, yeah. the, the, the the rapping itself is fine it's just again it's the lyrics like there's nothing memorable nothing in exceptional, there? Is there? He, yeah. he's got such such a cheek calling himself the mind destroyer <laughs> like it <laughs> Like all, Devastator all was, I get it right yeah. oh, I, I, I thought it was Destroyer that's what I've got written down here yeah, anyway. right. but all, all he devastated for me was my kind of enthusiasm to, <laughs> to listen to it all <laughs> yeah. really it just, it just one of those albums that just by the sort of the just past the halfway line you, you can't you like say yeah I get it yeah, and I don't yeah. really need to I, I disagree a little bit I think the more that I've listened to the album the more I've kind of
2: like come to appreciate some of the things that, that, that he's rapping about because it starts like Danny, I think this is probably your
1: favourite track, Mister Wonka. Nailed like, it in one. Yeah, it's my MVP for the album. The you first,
2: know. the first time I listened to it, I'm like, what, "What's this all about?" And then, obviously, listen to it a bit more, and it's, it's, it's uh, kind of. Uh, track about making sure his penis
1: performs properly when he's when he's it's out a, about
0: it's a very odd um subject matter for a oh, rapper, right isn't it but very very
1: bold let's dig into it let's dig into it
0: yeah so mr wonky yeah i
1: really like it. it's my favorite track uh, it's a great opener i think it's got really good energy to it uh, i love the sample and the drums i just think it works really well yeah. um, together proper head nodder um and i personally you know we're saying they're not great mcs but i, I personally find the rhyming really good on this one i think it's a really good um good flow and and the subject matter about not being able to you know, it's like
0: erectile dysfunction, basically. Yeah. It's, it, you, know, like We should have got, got
1: Pele to talk about it, shouldn't we? You will, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. you will not hear other rappers talking about about this. He's like, he's, this is a man who's comfortable with himself.
1: Absolutely, yeah. They, and loads of inventive names for their wanger and lots of, you know, talking about it and sort of different different scenarios where it's a problem and, you know, it's not, not quite working. And that's something you're quite familiar with as well, Steve, isn't it? You know, just, you must have really connected with this song.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like my own personal anthem now. <laughs>
1: is it the first hip hop track about erectile dysfunction I I
0: can't think of another track like it. who else is gonna like he's not boasting about it but like no one else is gonna admit to that are they absolutely not no no it's quite a bold bold move so I was kind of like grabbed by that initially when
1: the album um, came in but um... and it it is an earworm I think the production is definitely one that
2: I've I've got stuck in my head now just going over and over again so it's a really good track
1: I, I true scored this four out of five yeah me too exactly the same
0: okay yeah. Just, just, it, a, Larry? just a three for me yeah not not feeling it as much no i mean i it's just it's just kind of it's you know it's a three straight down the line really isn't it
1: yeah i think. It, what, what are you looking for what what is it that elevates it for you like what i'm
0: interested to know what um like norm like like a five would have to have like exceptional music and exceptional raps as well yeah. Um, like a three could have a, you know, there there are some on the Eel Biscuits album that scored a three, for example, that are really good beats, but just raps that you just can't kind of latch onto at all. Like nothing sticks in in your mind. Um, So I try in those instances just to kind of score them, you know, down the middle really. I don't don't sort of separately rate them for rapping and and beats, but just give them, you know, try try and sort of give an overall kind of get an overall feel for, for 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 each track really yeah
1: yeah yeah fair dues. so um yeah any other standouts then steve on the in the album yeah so we like, I, like mr wonker
2: yeah because what i was saying is i think there's there's enough kind of like interesting content on this album to make it like worth going back to so i liked um i like this i like we pals like it's got that that friend sample which is um which is quite a popular sample but again it's a bit of an earworm um the can you dig it track that was definitely a massive growth to start off with i was like Oh, I don't know if that's
0: my favourite, I think. Can you do yeah. it? Yeah.
2: I didn't I didn't really like it to start off with, but I, now I love it. It's got that like that, I don't know, some kind of pipe sample in there. Yeah,
0: really sort of weirdly processed horns or yeah. something in there. I really like the way they sound, it's quite quite unusual. Yeah. And then
2: my my favourite track then after that is the Masher.
0: I love that
2: track. That is absolutely my favourite one. Just the lovely loops, lovely samples. And it feels like a proper kind of like I don't know, 93 cut as well.
0: Yeah, I've got three 3.5s 3. in a row. Which are, can you dig it? Naughty Natural and the Masher.
1: Yeah, I like Naughty Natural yet? Yeah, yeah not too,
0: I gave Naughty Natural 2.5
1: because it's one of those that has the obligatory dancehall reggae singer on the chorus. Yeah, Admiral Dancehall, Admiral Dancehall, Don, Don yeah. Jaguar. Yeah, all of them lads. Um, I just, I, whenever I hear that, I'm, I'm sort of put off by it. I don't, I don't yeah. really like them. I'm not, I'm not a fan of naughty natural, um, but um,
2: it's all right there. And then giving it back, I think that's an, another nice theme. I, I, I think they really have thought about the content of their raps a lot better than kind of ill biscuits and well, like, and another, another nice baseline on that track
0: yeah I thought with, with giving it back the subject matter I just thought quite simply that they have not earned the right to write a track about not forgetting <laughs> where you come from when you become successful like it's way like you, that's a second album at, at kind of you know at the earliest yeah. yeah absolutely I just
1: thought I thought that one I gave it a three but I've got like sounds similar to the others average beat nothing yeah. that stands out a bit dated but good horn sampling their horn sampling game is on point in that one I really yeah. like that Yeah. Um, and just coming back to um, uh, what, which one was it Can You Dig It I, I've got the word mediocre written there as well and I, I noticed a rather, like I, for some reason this lyric stood out to me it goes as I pop the cork on the bubbly the shit sounds lovely we rug in like rugby <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, remember I was like hang on that. Is that, did you say rugby yeah um, and uh, yeah I, know, I just thought well, it was pretty Pretty bad, really. But um, it's pretty weak stuff, isn't pretty it? Pretty weak stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, what, what else we got going on here? There's a, there's a song called "I Can't Believe It," and which was released as a single. I gave that three out of five. Did you like that one, Larry? I, 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 I gave that a
0: two. I gave it a two point five, uh, just because it. Um, I can't remember the, the beat. To be completely honest, um, I've written here that it's sort of average. I think it kind of presents itself as like a story based track, but it's not interesting enough to. Kind of hold your attention really, like you know, a good good story wraps start off really interesting with like a, yeah. you know, I got a job with the mob selling keys or something, and you want to you want to know what happens next. Whereas yeah. this is just like, well, who cares? Yeah,
1: yeah, and you got your you got your mandatory weed smoking song, Wee Pals, as well. <laughs> yeah, perfectly serviceable beat, but yeah. good, more good horn something. But you know, it, it's
0: kind of like yeah, it's, it's like ch- ticking boxes, isn't it? A weed yeah. song. Uh, then- when when I was like, listening to this, I and seeing how many people there were, like on the album cover, I wasn't sure about, and before I'd read anything about them, I didn't know sort of how many rappers there were in there, and I was thinking to myself is this several rappers or the same rapper who all <laughs> yeah. kind of sounds the same doing different voices um, doing sort of slightly different voices yeah. it's, just, it's quite sort of disjointed and i don't know it's just again like with just another parallel they have with ill biscuits is that they just don't ultimately make the cut and uh, I, yeah. I think with with both projects it's kind of um it's pretty decent producers like um lumped in with kind of subpar
1: rappers really yeah absolutely yeah i mean it's it's one of those good not great sort of affairs isn't it yeah it's just, it's just like so many albums from this era just they all kind of it's come, come and go definitely, it's, just,
0: it's, it's not it's not a crap it's not it's not, not, bad. It's not bad no it's really ra- not it's just it's just not good either no well, and I, that, I
2: just disagree i this is definitely i'm going to come back this year the the production is definitely better than the rapping yeah and, um and but only only just and again, it may be a similar thing to thing what you were saying, Larry. For biscuits, wouldn't it been great to have heard another album from this group? Because do yeah. they do? It? Did they do? It? Actually, I haven't even checked. Well,
0: funn- funnily enough, this lot have done a second one. It was um, I only listened to a little bit. It was in two thousand and six, and it is just the worst like two thousand and six nonsense you can possibly think of. I won't yeah. chat out. Just you all, either like it or you formed, don't. You either you know, like it or you don't. The album. That's the name of the album. Yeah, yeah. and 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 I didn't. No,
1: <laughs> all right. I won't even bother checking. Yeah, out I, I, I
0: like listen to it. You will see what I mean by like 2006. It sounded more like it sounded like a sort of um a 2003 album in 2006. Just just awful. Right, all of the all of the hallmarks of that era of production. that I absolutely yeah. hate. Yeah, <laughs> but you know,
1: we're 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 being a bit down on this album. I know you like it's you're a bit more positive, Steve. but you know, there's some there's some. Good, good things about it, you know. Like for example, yeah. well, let's like the track makes some cash. I gave it four out of five. I think that was really good. Nice jazzy chords, nice horns, you know. That sort of, thing. there's a slick Rick sample in there. I quite like that one. There's enough decent tracks on here to make yeah. it kind of you know, worth worth listening yeah, to. It and is- it's kind of like the, the MCs are proficient. They're not spectacular, but they flow on the beat well with sort of yeah. purpose, and you know they do do a good job. Uh, I think I, I just wonder if I'd have heard this and bought it in '93. It might have been one that I could have sort of appreciated more. I just think it. Yeah. I just think it's one of those. You know, going back to it now, listening to it, you kind of see its flaws. But I think if I'd had this at the at the time, I might have liked it a lot more. It's yeah. that, those- that
2: was my that was my overwhelming like disappointment. There's this this didn't get more kind of recognition yeah. at the time? Because I think we would have liked it more. It's like this just this group had such a crap A and R. It was just. It would have been a, we'd have had a different feeling about it. I think, I think so. About it.
1: It's also just a little reminder, you know, that it's 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 hard to come to an old hip hop album and fully appreciate its quality without the context and the and, yeah. and the impact it had at the time. Yeah. You know, it's very much tied up with nostalgia and age. Um, you know, you can't fully appreciate sort of how it fit into the landscape at the time. Yeah. Um, but you know, we- all we can do is step back dispassionately and look at this album and uh, how it sounds compared I, to others. I, I, you know,
0: I think that. Be- with that being said i would be really really surprised if it was in anyone's top like you know (laughs) 10 10 to 15 even if they'd had even if they would listened to it back then i just i don't see it breaking through to many people's top albums apart from just you know in the same way danny you really like sort of like your trends of culture or something it's like that one album that no one else really digs but you kind of have a soft spot for i think maybe you're be a few people like that, but I I reckon if if all hip hop lovers ran this through their personal true score, I don't think you'd get much more than like a three out of five across the the board for everyone, really. Yeah, I think this album has like enough good tracks to make it interesting to listen
2: to, but for it to be like a a memorable album, you need something. You need a decent single at least, don't you? you need one or two yeah, tracks yeah. that are like properly good.
0: Like and like properly. Danny said, you're, you're up against so many good albums and sort of singles and, and crews from this era yeah. like s- yeah. someone like this is just just not quite good enough yeah. yeah yeah it's one for the heads i think you could compare this to like a, you know but, i mean i've again not an expert on the man but i sort of um, thought that he he's a bit of like a subpar red man like th- go like that kind of delivery and yeah like yeah yeah but comp- if you compare in two red man like there's just no kind of who are you talking dis- about Like the guy, like, Total mind devastator, yeah, Total mind devastator. Not Um, DJ
1: Cool Al or DJ Big MC. You mean no,
0: this is TMD. Yeah, just yeah, just doesn't just doesn't quite make the grade, unfortunately. I gave
2: the rap three out of five on True Score, which isn't like awful, but it's. It's just average, isn't it? Yeah, just Fun, five average.
1: Funnily enough, one of the weird notes I've written down, and I don't know if I agree with myself, um, is it says I've got reminds me of Das Effects in places without the diggity, yeah. without the yeah, diggity well, stuff. From the Dead yeah, serious I, era.
0: I I didn't write that down, but I I yeah. that same thing, and that was why I was thinking of sort of EPMD and like what's yeah. it Death Squad and just that kind of. It just reminded me of like an like an EPMD, uh, a Red Man, uh, a Das Effects, that kind of. In that kind of sphere, but just no, just doesn't touch any of it. No, oh, not doesn't have enough character to, to, to kind of reach those heights. No, yeah.
1: absolutely. Okay, and just an interesting little footnote. I don't know if you heard. In memory of the track, in memory of uses um, the same sample as uh, Bible by Jizzah. Oh, okay, All of Us Died by the Ohio Players. I didn't. Um, I didn't thought you might have picked that. that one up. Certainly, you, Steve. I know you both love that track by Jizzah. I didn't notice it. That, yeah, that in memory of though, that's that's just a little skit track. Yeah, course. it's a skit, it's a skit track. But I just heard it. Oh, hello, that's, that's I recognise that. And, mm. Yeah, realised it was. Uh, the same no, as that? That passed me by. Yeah, cool. Right, any other business on this one, or should we should we move on to the vote? Let's yeah, on. do we do we do we do we reveal our true score for it? Well, people. Don't, well, we can do. It Doesn't necessarily reflect what we're going to vote for. So yeah, let's go for it. I, I mean, this one calculated uh, as a, a two point nine one for me. Okay, two point nine one.
2: Yeah. Steve, I, I had three point four, but I recalibrated it to a three because I thought three point four was 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 too high
0: for for this album. Okay. Larry? Well, do you want do you want to split the difference and go for three point two? Would that would that be fair? Do you think? Yeah. Or do you want to go with your with your with your lower? I think I think three point two is is a very fair score for this album. Okay. Well, I gave it a two point seven, hmm. which makes the average two point nine. Okay. Yep. And what was it for? I think it was two point nine for the other. Lot, two point eight. It? Yeah. No. No. Two. No. It's two point nine by my reckoning. Oh no! Sorry, that was when I I I, I uprated uh, Steve's score to two point eight. It was actually two point five, wasn't it? So. You're listening to Hip Hop World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah, very. The new maths-based hip-hop podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so despite
2: the...
0: 2.8, 2.8 and 2.9. It, so it's, it's a very, well, very closely run thing. I
1: should just stress at this point, um, dear listener, that w- these scores and these numbers are just a guide. They're just what yeah. we're using to yep. sort of contextualise our thoughts, sort of crystallise yep. it somewhat. It's, does, it, it's not necessarily going to be reflected in the album that we vote for. That's right, gents, is Absolutely. So so we're obliged amazing. to do that now. We're obliged to do that. If we don't, we will be taken off air. So um, you just have to... Uh, uh, permit us to do that um right well that's uh, that all sounds great so let's go away let's contemplate i'm going to sort of sit down with adrian charles just um check we've done everything above board um our official adjudicator and when we come back we're going to vote and we're going to find out who's won this playoff in episode one of hip-hop world cup series two see you in a bit Hello, welcome back to Hip Hop World Cup. Uh, We've just uh, been locked in a room for three hours with Adrian Charles. He's been telling us about why he's got a urinal. In his house, um, we won't go into it here. It's a bit too, and get bogged down in that now. Uh, but uh, we've all been um, contemplating and going over our scores for our, for the two albums, which are Ill Biscuits' Chronicle of Two Losers and Capital Taxes' Small Package, to decide which one is going to be our champion in this episode. Um, so, should we go straight in for the vote, gentlemen? Um, I want you to both give your your vote, and I want you to give your reasons for it. Um, and let's start with you, Steve.
2: I think I'm gonna. I feel obliged to kind of like follow my true score here. Um, because, you know, put so much effort into cutting averages. And, um, and I think Ill Biscuit's got a very fair kind of two and a half, which, you know, just very plain, middle-of-the-road album, uh, a bit samey, needed a bit kind of more, uh, ch- you know, some changing up through the album. So not an album I'm going to go back to. Uh, and Swell Package uh, got 3.2, which is, you know, not 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 a bad score um i think the rapping is isn't bad just nothing exceptional needs a few more standout tracks but definitely i'm going to go back and listen to again so for me although the scores are quite close close than i thought um
0: it's going to be capital tax for me
1: that's one vote for capital tax larry what are you going for
0: um i'm going for ill biscuits interesting oh hello purely because it's it's more my era i just prefer i prefer the music of it's just smoother smooth smooth and jazzy rather than sort of funky and upbeat um yeah I, 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 i like both styles but um yeah just just a bit more to my kind of solid sonic palette
2: you're going against your true scores.
0: Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, is that borne out by your true score figures?
0: Yeah, my yeah, my my true score for um ill biscuits was three point one and it was two point seven for capital tax. Interesting. And, and I and I'm happy to kind of stick, I'm happy to go with that. Well,
1: that's um that's put things in the balance then nicely poised wow. at one wow. all um in this crucial playoff between ill biscuits and capital tax. That's not a sentence I thought I'd ever say. Um <laughs> so okay where i'm coming from at this um is that i think i when i first started listening to ill biscuits uh, and the first few tracks came in i was like wow this is right up my street exclusive debut chill factor and all that. i thought yeah this is going to be a good, good bit it tails off it becomes a bit dull the, the MCs don't do anything to lift it and it's a similar sort of situation with capital tax I, i've started listening to it mr wonka i loved it and and make a move you all came in and it had good energy. And I thought, yeah, this is another one I like. And it kind of tailed off again. Um, but I think, um, evaluating them both, I think I am going to stick with my true score and I'm going to go for Capital Tax as well. Because I, hey. I think it's just a bit more up my street. It's very much reminiscent of some of the albums that I love that are in my collection, like Trends of Culture, till Skins, that sort of 93, high energy, flavor like shouty choruses or that sort of thing it's a bit more up my street don't get me wrong ill biscuits there's some really good stuff about it i do like that kind of 96 style production with the crisp snares and i was expecting jazzy... you
0: to go to go for that one
1: yeah I, I i was expected to go for it as well certainly when i first started listening to it um, but i just it just didn't have enough like even with let them know on there like i could happily just take let them know and that would be the only one I, I listened to maybe exclusive debut whereas i can. I can picture myself sort of popping capital tax on and maybe listening to it um all the way through. Um again, this is just kind of like a gut thing, not necessarily based on the figures, but I just think capital tax just feels a bit more up my street. I don't know, and I don't know. I might be I might be wrong. I don't know. It's a difficult mm. one. But um yeah. You're not wrong, th-
2: you've chosen you've chosen well. Yeah,
1: I think I And think that's I'm, with your
2: true score as well. So that's
1: with my true score as well, yeah. And I think I'm happy with it. I just I'm looking at my sort of what i thought about your biscuits and like the let them know track and you know there's some great stuff on there that's, that's like on paper you would say it's my sort of thing mm. yeah and i can see why you're surprised larry but i just think as an album as a package as a swole package yeah capital tax <laughs> is a slightly
0: better better album i will say as well i i uh, i listened to and rated these albums in that order this morning, and I wonder if I'd if I'd listened to Capital Tax first, maybe it would have scored a bit higher. Maybe I was just a little bit kind of annoyed with yeah, a bit to fatigued, listen, don't you? A bit like, fatigued oh, at no. that point, yeah. maybe.
1: Maybe that was a mistake. Yeah, maybe it was. I'm just pleased
2: to have chosen the winning album for a change. Yeah. What's, yeah. how's that?
1: How do you feel, Steve? How's that feel being on the winning
2: side? I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I'm gonna have some, some some sort of celebration. In fact, look at the green
1: green. Wow, it's, it's going champagne. crazy!
0: Oh, that's amazing, and it's money, it's money well
1: spent. And it's now scrolled onto some of your holiday snaps, Steve, which is oh, sh- quite dis- <laughs> distressing. Don't look at Is that you? That is not a Mankini that in is the shower. A so, okay, well, well, yeah, we'll leave that. You might need to sort that out, Steve. That's that's going to become decidedly unpleasant in a minute. Um, cool. Well, there we go. Capital tax: uh, the soil package is our winner for this playoff. Um, Deserved winner, I think. Uh, good winner. Um, But what do you think? I mean, what do you think of our winning album? Uh, Do you agree? Disagree? Um, Or maybe you just want to, you know, do you want to share your thoughts on that in general? Either way, just hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you think of the podcast. As we said earlier, we want to know what you guys out there think of it. Do you, you know, are are these the ramblings of three mad men? Or are we we saying stuff that you actually care about? So let us know what you think about the podcast. Uh, But for now, uh, thanks for listening and uh, join us again for the next episode. Peace.